You're listening to the Hamptons to Hollywood podcast. If you're just tuning in, welcome. And if you're a regular listener, thanks for coming back. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts and wherever else you may be listening. I'm Kyle Langan, the founder of HamptonsToHollywood.com, and for the next month or so, we'll be embarking on a new series on the podcast, in addition to our usual conversations, with The Kyle Chronicles, the popular column I write on our lifestyle site that talks about relationships. It's been featured in digital publications across LA and has even had a spinoff in the LA Times. The Kyle Chronicles is a collection of thoughtful essays, musings, and articles that talk about my own journey in the relationship world after coming out. Romantic relationships, platonic, friendships, hookups, the whole enchilada. So if you haven't read any episodes yet on our site, now's your chance to listen. The Kyle Chronicles, Episode 6, I Keep on Fallen. After you find yourself in the company of great new friends, there are always stories that they reflect fondly upon that involve friends you haven't met yet. For Jack's group of friends, who I had come to call my own, the adventures weren't just stories. They were legends. And they often involved a gorgeous, busty, and hilarious model named Lulu. Lulu was an Australian bombshell who rose to fame with her appearance on countless magazine covers. I had been regaled with wild stories from Jack as to her wild ways and their adventures together, and I was thrilled when I heard that she was coming to L.A. for a visit. I had just returned from the Hamptons after almost three weeks away, which gave me time to clear my head about the whole Jack situation. I asked him to dinner when I returned, and we laughed, ate, had a ball, and everything went back to business as usual, so to speak. The next morning was a Sunday, and Jack and Sam headed off to LAX to retrieve Lulu and her friend, Alexandra, who was accompanying her to the States. I stayed behind, patiently awaiting their return, while flipping through Lulu's latest centerfold to read her newest column, Ten Ways to Please Your Man Without Using Your Hands. As soon as the girls walked in, they warmly greeted me with hugs and Australian chocolate. I felt like I was back in my study abroad days in Australia again, but this time, something told me that the broads I'd be studying were going to give me the kind of education I never knew I wanted. Sunday fun day ensued, and before I knew it, I was three vodka sodas deep and basically making out with the Aussie babes I had met only a couple hours prior. The day raged on, turned to night, and Jack and I found ourselves in a nightclub in the heart of West Hollywood. He looked great. I looked great. We were really vibing. I found myself flirting with a chesty bar patron when Jack pulled my arm and told me we were leaving. I said goodbye to my then lady crush and headed for the door on the back patio to leave, only to find that the bouncer of the club was redirecting everyone back through the club so they could exit out the front door instead for reasons that I will never understand. I was irritated drunk, and in the heat of the moment was having a real issue with authority figures. Instead of quelling my rebellious attitude, I succumbed to it. The patio door to leave the club was carved into a 15-foot wall that led out into the parking lot. When the bouncer wasn't looking, I climbed atop a cocktail table and vaulted myself onto the top of the wall effortlessly, because apparently I had been working out. However, 
Though my upper body skills were on point, my inebriation took control and I lost my balance, plummeting over the other side of the wall into the parking lot below. Everything went black. I woke up a few seconds, or was it minutes, later and shook myself to get my wits about me. As soon as I picked myself up to stand upright, I felt it. A severe shooting pain in my right foot. Drunkenly, I hobbled out of the parking lot and saw a text message from Jack as to his whereabouts. When I headed to his location, both he and Sam were lying in a deserted park, staring up at the night sky, having an existential moment with sprinklers shooting off all around them. If I hadn't been so drunk and in so much incredible pain, I would have thought that the scene was a beautiful one. But I was pretty sure my foot was broken and I was pissed. I made Jack call an Uber and give me a piggyback ride all the way to his apartment, where he kindly put a package of frozen peas on my foot until they thawed, or until we decided to go to bed. I can't remember which happened first. After a doctor's appointment the next day, it was confirmed that I had indeed shattered my heel, and I was relegated to wearing a boot and to having to transport myself around via crutches. That night... I got to thinking, and couldn't help but make the correlation that my Humpty Dumpty-inspired fall was a physical interpretation of how hard I was falling for Jack. Even after weeks apart from each other and limited communication, all the feelings I initially had for him came rushing back when we started hanging out again, and especially after he was all cute and chivalrous taking care of me after my accident. I realized that aside from his looks and how much I enjoyed his company, he really was a good and genuine guy. Qualities that are hard enough to come by at all in the dating world, but especially in LA. I didn't want to admit that I was falling in love with him, even to myself, because we hadn't even known each other a year yet. But maybe it took falling off the wall and breaking my heel to put things into perspective and make me see what was really going on inside my heart, what I was trying to hide from myself. Both falls were unexpected, happened quickly, but left an indelible impact on my mind, body, and heart. Sure, it might have been a cruel joke from fate to make me realize it in such a groundbreaking, or in this case, bone-breaking way, But maybe that's what the hard times in life are all about. They force us to see the things and deal with the things we normally wouldn't ever be ready to accept.